final hour on a Friday. You hear that song on this show, you means it's 5 o'clock on a Friday. Congrats, you made it to the weekend. Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson take you, taking you into the weekend. As OU softball leads it 5 nothing over Hofstra going into the bottom of the third inning. Fun interview coming up this segment. Danny Okoye, four-star defensive lineman, is going to join us as he's fresh off a uh, visit to OU. Danny, uh, first off, welcome to the show, man. It says on 24-7 Sports, you're an edge, but you're six foot four, two forty one. Is that accurate? Six four, two forty one, or uh, do you have a different uh, height and weight for us? Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on here. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, actually, uh, the measurements went up. I was 6'4", 241 last season. Now I'm 6'5", 255. 6'5", 255 playing edge. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll play for sure. That'll play. Well, uh, Danny, just just tell us about the, the trip that you took to OU today and maybe what was a, a highlight or two be, being up there at the facility. Man, so I woke up at like 7 o'clock this morning, uh, got ready for like 30 minutes, and then we hit the road as fast as possible. Got up here around 9.30. Coach Chavis, Coach um, Venables were all up there. The rest of the staff were up there. They are really welcoming, really receptive to me and the people I brought with me. And we, first of all, we went up. We talked to Coach Venables. We had a nice little sit-down. Then we had a cool little photo shoot, had some fun with that. And then they took me on a tour of all the different facilities they had. They talked to me with a bunch of different other parts of the coaching staff and all the different factors that bring into the machine of OU football. So... That uh, was really an enlightening, an enlightening visit, and inspiring. Really, it left me with uh, a lot more info than I came in with, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, and and you hadn't been, I believe the, I believe it was 19 months or something like that since you'd last been to Norman. Um, kind of talk to us a little bit. I, I know I know a lot of people around the state of Oklahoma know about you. Obviously, depending on what service I guess you you subscribe to, top player in the state. Um, the lowest, I think, yours, number two in the state somewhere. So, like I said, the local people know about you. Um, but OU fans, I think they had become under the impression that, that you know, maybe there wasn't a future between the two, uh, you and the program. Was that ever the case, and has that now changed? And if so, what changed to now make that environment a little bit more conducive? Well, back to that thing you said about being number one in the state, me and, me and Zadavian Sims have really been battling out for that that one spot you know he's ranked number one on certain sites i'm ranked number one on certain sites so we go back and forth every mm-hmm. now and then um we saw each other at um a seven on seven tournament and we, you know it was a little bit of friction there but it wasn't really anything bad we i have great respect for the athlete he is and i'm sure the feeling is mutual the thing about ou sort of falling off the radar was really um you know they didn't have too great of a season last year right and i mean no disrespect to them. I know that they it was a work in progress. It was a rebuild, a rebuilding season, and you know there was a lot of work to be done. And you know, being a new recruit, I guess with you know I hadn't been in the recruiting recruiting game long. It was maybe like six months in before the OU season actually started, and I was still you know just figuring out the kinks. So watching that season play out, OU sort of dwindled mm-hmm. in my like ranking I guess for places I was considering but after that last season I started doing more research into what they were doing how they were rebuilding from that season Um, I was talking to people that they were recruiting people who had committed people who were committed and then transferred out people who had been playing there for a long time Um, I talked to recruiting analysts I talked to journalists Uh, I studied the spring game that they just had a couple months ago Um, 
And after all of that, I decided that maybe it would be in my best interest to reopen the communication. So I reached out to Coach Miguel Chavis, and he was he asked me, he was like, are we, do we have a shot? And I didn't respond right away because I was still thinking to myself, is it really going to be? Because I'd always been the kid who's like, oh, I want to go. I want to play the biggest name school. I want to make right. the most dollars. I want to do this, do that. But then, you know, that was just me being a kid fresh off these offers. Like, I've only had offers for a year. Right, 31 of them now. Yeah, 31 now, but it's been a very compacted process. It hasn't. I haven't been having offers since freshman year. Right. So um, talking to some people, talking to some mentors, um, people who are way more wise than I am, um, I realized that maybe don't take it at face value. Look at what they're actually building and what they have the potential to become. So once Miguel talked to me about that, I was like, man, am I really doing the right thing here? And I talked to my mom about it. She was at first totally against OU because she was raised – well, she wasn't raised a, a Cowboys fan, but she sort of adopted the Cowboys mm -hmm. um, fandom. And so she, it was always go go pokes, right. no, never horns down. So after talking to her about that, she was like, well, you know, it's your future. It's your life. You're going to do what is best for you, and I'm going to support you in that. So I came down here today, and I will say that OU is definitely back high on the radar for me and my recruitment. Danny Koye is our guest, four-star edge. Edge defense. You, you prefer edge over defensive lineman? Is yeah, what you I'm an edge. Yeah, I'm okay. edge. Don't call yeah. me no lineman. Yeah, four-star <laughs> edge player out of the uh, Tulsa area. Number one, number two player in the states, uh, depending on which service you're looking at. Danny, okay, so your lead recruiter is what it sounds like is Miguel Chavis. What, yes, what, what do you like about Chavis so much? Man, he's just an energetic young man. I'm not gonna call him no 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 dad or anything. He's a young man to me because mm -hmm. he just has that he has that teenager energy. You know, first thing he did was chest bump me once I got on campus. <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, okay, this is the type of guy we're dealing with. I like that. I like I like a high energy individual. Yeah. So he can match me because you know once I get going, it's hard to stop me. Um, just my personality, really. Um, right. I'm, I'm reserved. I'm quiet when I need to be. Um, but once I start feeling comfortable with somebody like Chavis, you know, it's really easy for us to build off of each other's energy and, you know, just keep the ball rolling. It's never a dull moment with him, which is something I really enjoy. So with that, you know, you kind of said when you were breaking down, you know, the, your interest in OU, you talked about obviously we're all well aware of the season we had last year, definitely not the norm, but – when you brought that up with like Brent Venables, yeah, what yeah, was yeah, yeah. what was his response to you when you said, "Hey man, you guys weren't too hot last year. What's the plan going forward?" What was his response? Just look at the homework. Just look at the history. You know, um, like I was saying before, it was really because I was new to this whole recruitment game. I wasn't too versed in OU's history or Venables' history because Venables has only been in for a season. So I was still mm -hmm. indoctrined with you know Grinch's whole um, program. I wasn't really up to speed on Venables' program uh, and Clemson and all of them. So once he actually, he like, eight national championships, nobody does that. Um, two coaches in the program that have gone seven-plus national championships, mm -hmm. him and uh, Smitty, um, that doesn't happen. So uh, what was it, a seven-and-five season? Six-and-seven. Six-and-seven We'll take seven-and-five. Six-and-seven season. It was an abnormality. It's right. not going to be a – you know, consistent thing, especially with the film I watched with Chavis. I watched with Coach um, 
the D coordinator, I forgot his name. Oh, Ted, Ted Roof. Roof. Yeah, yeah, Roof. Yeah, great guy, phenomenal guy. Um, so going over all the facts, the the logistics, doing the homework, you know, seeing all the banners and all the national championships, the titles, the bowl games, the trophies, this. And I'm not going to say I'm only, you know, interested in them because, you know, they've done this or done mm-hmm. that, but I can actually foresee myself in that scheme, which was another big part of why they're back on my recruitment like board, I guess, as you would say, mm-hmm. is because the time and the detail that they use to tell me how I would fit in in their program, not just telling me that I would. Right. Because there's a they lot of you. Yeah. There's a lot of schools out there right now. Like I'm not going to name any names, but there's a lot of schools right now that are like, oh, you know, you're the number one in your state. We could use that. And that's it. They're not going to be like, oh, we could use this in this way. We could put you right here. We could move you over here and have you do this, or we can move you over here and have you do this, mm-hmm. or you can move over there. They're just look at you as a ranking at this point, or yeah, kind of thing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying like the way, the detail and the 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 um, precision, which with which they they can like foresee me in that program is very. Uh, it, it makes you think. So, and you don't have that everywhere. You know, first off, a text line is saying this, and I agree. Very mature way that you're approaching your recruiting. It's, I'm going to go back and do my homework on Oklahoma and really look at things. So, as you did that, and I don't know how long that process was, Danny, but. It's like two months. Two months? Yeah. Two months what, of just. I, I guess what impressed you the most? Was it Venable's track record? Was it OU's track record as a program? I mean, players in the NFL. What, what's one thing out of everything that you found that you said, okay, maybe that's the most impressive? I can't really say it is one thing, you know. It's all the factors coming together as one. It's not, you know, Venables is a great coach, but how many – there's a lot of great coaches, you know. There's a lot of schools with great records. There's a lot of schools with great strength and conditioning programs. There's a lot of schools with great academic programs. But there's very few that can put all of those together in an efficient manner. So when you're looking for a school it's for – you to spend the next four years of your life at and potentially hope for an NFL career out of and hopefully turn that NFL career into, you know, economic and generational wealth. You know, it it takes more than just looking at one factor. You got to look at how all the factors play into each other. Right. <clears throat> you know, you mentioned, you know, talking about, you know, talking to other recruits, talking to journalists, talking to this. You mentioned talking to players that are on the team. What what players currently on the OU roster do you think you're closest with, you've been able to build a relationship with in this process? Most of them have left, really. It was um, it was some people who declared for the draft didn't make it. Um, I was talking to their outside linebacker number, number 18? I can't remember. Um, but I just messaged him off Twitter. Oh, really? It's not really like I'm not going to say I know all these athletes on a first name basis, but using social media, um, I've been able to reach out to a lot of people that I wouldn't have been able to reach out to otherwise. Any other OU targets? Um, Yeah, 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 for sure. After a bunch of uh, elite defensive linemen. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been talking to a few of them. Um, There's, well, I don't really want to name names, but. <laughs> Everyone else would like you to, but I understand. Yeah, Danny, we get it. Not going to go to. Yeah, we one get of them it. has an X in his name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> maybe committing tomorrow. Then. Yeah, uh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Hey, Danny. First off, man, uh, appreciate you stopping by. This has been awesome. Text line loves it. Um, 
I, are, are you comfortable, like, kind of uh, saying where OU is in, in your recruitment and other schools, like what your top schools are right now? Do you have a – I don't know if you had a plan to drop a top five or a top three coming up or anything like that, but just curious on where things stand with you currently right now. The top ten is dropping tomorrow at noon. You can do with that information okay. what you will. Top top ten tomorrow at noon. Perfect. And, uh, maybe maybe today will be a really good day for OU football recruiting in the uh, in the class of twenty twenty four. That that'd be all right. I'm hoping man. so. I think so. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, it's uh it's it's obviously good to be back on the radar. Obviously, being the you know, being University of Oklahoma, you know, we want to bring in, you know, this program is really built on Oklahoma kids. You know, even back dating at Switzer, like he always talked about, like you, he always wanted one more kid from Oklahoma than kid from Texas. Right. Like when it came to those numbers, like it's always been built on Oklahoma guys. So right, right. Brent's trying to really bring that back and whatnot. Obviously having uh, a top two player in the state, we'll say, uh, you know, num- number one in my eyes because you're sitting next to me. So <laughs> the way I'm going to tell it is that Davian Sims ain't sitting here. So hey, number uh, one, number I'll say one in everything. I'll say number one. So, uh, but obviously, you know, that would be be awesome for the number one player in the state of Oklahoma to commit to the the flagship university there's no doubt all right top 10 tomorrow at noon we'll be looking out for that Danny Okoye don't call him a lineman he's an edge player four-star edge hey appreciate it um glad you had fun at your visit and man best of luck moving forward with your recruitment I appreciate it for real for real there you go final hour of the rush rolls on right here on the ref keep it locked on the home of Sooner fans spreading and the ref army is growing Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. At Lander's Chevy of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good and the hottest selection in town good. Plus, right now, get incredible... Collective Soul, July 21st. Josh Turner, July 28th. Dwight Yoakam, August 19th. REO Speedwagon, September 8th. And Chicago, September 15th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the best casino experience. Sooner Nation, it's the weekend you have all been waiting for. The Oklahoma Sooners versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys in a Bedlam baseball series you don't want to miss at Eldell Mitchell Park this Thursday, May 18th through Saturday, May 20th. Promotions include an OU baseball beer bat giveaway on Thursday, post-game fireworks on Friday, Senior Day on Saturday, and much more. To purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life. Don't miss your chance to experience world-class professional golf at Jimmy Austin Golf Club. The Corn Ferry Tour, Path to the PGA Tour, comes to Oklahoma June 19th through 25th. Tickets, volunteers, and all event information is available online at ComplianceSolutionsChampionship.com. It's world-class golf with the Corn Ferry Tour at Jimmy Austin Golf Club June 19th through the 25th. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. 
I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. The Riverway Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush as we take you into the weekend. OU softball up big. What's it, 7 nothing now, I think? We were in the middle of that Danny Okoye interview, so I wasn't <laughs> Danny watching. Danny Coleman uh, went yard whenever Danny says I was like, yeah, that's what we do at Oklahoma. Yeah. Wow, he is um, He's impressive, man. Now, I, obviously, no one could see him physically in the studio. Jeez. The only thing that's more impressive than him physically as an edge player is the way that he's approached his recruitment, man. And I, I don't know how rare that exactly is, but I just know what Danny just said. And to basically do, what did he say, two and a half months of research on OU. Yeah. Homework, he called it. Homework on, on what they've done, what they're trying to do moving forward, this coaching staff. That is an incredibly mature way to approach his recruitment. And, and honestly, like looking at that selfishly, uh, his decision to go about things that way leads me to believe that OU's going to have a chance in this recruitment. Right. You know? It's exactly what he said, right, when it came to, yeah, sure, a lot of programs are like, oh, we could use you, and then that's where the conversation stops. He's like, they told me exactly where they would use me, how they would use me. We watched film together. We did this, that, and the other. Like, I mean, that's the kind of stuff. They're go- they have a type. Like, they have the type. And, and those kind of guys that want to see that kind of stuff are the guys you want on campus. And, I mean, I'm glad he brought up the, hey, my mom, you know, kind of been go pokes, but, like, I need to do what's best for me because I know that was kind of yeah, the, sure. the, the, the climate And, and of honestly, that's what I had heard about his recruitment earlier right. is that he's in an Oklahoma State family and that's, you know, going to kind of hinder things for from the OU side of things. Right, but, no, it seems like this staff, I like the staff knows, like, hey, go do your homework. Like, last year, that, was, that, that doesn't happen. Like, that's an outlier. So, um, I'm glad he gave us 7-5, and five, though. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was very honest about, uh, I appreciate the honesty of, well, you know, I mean, if there wasn't a whole lot of communication, oh, you fell down my recruiting board a little bit because of the season they had last year, and then that's where the homework comes in. He says he's dropping a top 10 tomorrow at noon. I He said, do with that what you will. I'm going to guess that OU is uh, in that top 10 tomorrow at noon. I would, based on uh, short conversations – um, with him and others, I would argue that if he dropped a top five tomorrow, Oklahoma would be in it. Maybe so. so. Yeah. Maybe so. Docs uh, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Great discussion. I appreciate the candor and reasoning. Glad to hear OU is in contention. Wish him success moving forward. 
405, that dude was very impressive. 918, great job, guys. Oh, don't tell us great job. All we did was we feed him part. simple <laughs> questions that he like would go on for two and a half minutes. But thank you anyway. Joe and Wayne, great interview. Really hope we get him. He seems very mature. 310, how old is Danny? He sounds like he's a 30-year-old man. He looks grown, yeah, too. Yeah, he does. That doesn't look he like does. a high schooler. Homeschool Noah, says a texture yep. in the 918s. Impressive, says Santa John. 469, get this blanking kid in the program. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell if his girlfriend was uh, looking at the text line or not because she could see it from where she's sitting. So I tried to hide the get this blanking kid in the program, but maybe she saw it and thought hey, it was I, awesome. I, hey, I don't really know. Hey, I let him read all of them. So when, when before he left, I was like, hey, man, here's some feedback for you. What a mature and composed young man. Get that kid on campus, says the uh, 405. Yeah, he's, uh, he's big time. He, he really was, and – you know, talking about Chavis, you know, fit, you know, chest bumping him, you know, the first thing he's like, I'm a high energy guy. Like that vibes with me because, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of with these kids, you gotta make sure, you know, they're vibing. But that was right off the bat. I'm a high energy guy. Once I get going, man, it's hard to stop me. So no. yeah, I think, um, you know, Chavis has already gotten some big wins in the, uh, in, you know, last year's recruiting cycle. I think he's going to again. He's, he's starting to, if he hasn't already, and he probably has, really proving his worth out on the recruiting trail. Like he is, um, there's not a whole lot of Miguel Chavis's wa- walking the earth. Like he's kind of one right. of a kind in a right. lot of ways. But it does seems like seems like it's you know relating to a lot of the high level recruits that are out there. Yeah, no, it's it's it is good for him, and it was good that he reached out. Like this was this was Danny reaching back out to Oklahoma, like this, and he's got don't don't get it twisted. He's got plenty of offers. I mean, from everybody. I mean, you've got the Alabamas and Notre Dames and Oregons and Tennessees and you know. USC and like Michigan, you've got everybody. A and M, you've got everybody. Everybody in the country wants this guy. So it could have been very easy for him just to be like, eh, you know, I'll just go after the schools that I've liked the whole time that had really good seasons last year. But no, he was like, you know what? I think I'm going to reach out to OU because no, extremely mature way. I need of to know more. It. Yeah, and, and, and I think that honestly, like people heard the measurables. I mean, he's six foot five now, and I think there's a lot of people that are familiar with him as a player. I think what if if he hadn't already won himself over to a lot of OU fans, that whole thing, like, dude, you want to play into the OU fan base? Go tell people that you've spent multiple months digging into the history of OU football, (laughs) and that's why you really got back interested in them. Like, Danny, that wasn't scripted by him. That was very genuine. But that's a great way to get in the uh, graces of the fan base is to go about your recruitment that way. Oh, you fans heard that. We just read off all those texts, and there's several more that, okay, yeah, I want that kid because that's what he's all about. All right. Well, and and, absolutely. And also, he's a kid. He could go anywhere in the country, like I said. And a lot of people just think, oh, this is – you know, a kid from Oklahoma probably grew up, you know, loving OU. That's why we should land him. We're the best program here, you know, this, that, and the other. Like, no, the things he listed, none of them had to do with location. It was, hey, academics, you know, past success, you know, resumes of the coaches, you know, like soul mission. We should have – I dropped the ball not asking him about that. We can ask him about it soon. But, like, that kind of stuff, it was – it wasn't him just saying, oh, it's the local team, you know, and I, I, I like to stay close to family. It was the exact opposite. Uh, did he drop a hint about Zadavian Sims, by the way? What, 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 what hint did he drop about Zadavian Sims? He said someone with an X in their name. Yeah, he said, uh, you know, he's 
you know, talked with. He said it might be a good day, you know, all that. He, you know, it was interesting because he talked about the friction initially. Yeah. But that they're just competitive dudes. And when you, if, I don't know how many people have seen Zadavian Sims up close and personal, but he's a big old dude too. So I wouldn't want to be the guy standing in between those two dudes if there's ever any friction. Yeah, no kidding. Zadavian Sims, four-star defensive lineman. Announcing tomorrow at 345 down there in uh, Durant, I guess mm. technically Meade at the uh, what C4 Academy. Right. But he'll be uh, announcing tomorrow. Sounds like OU and Oregon are the uh, two schools that play there. OU's starting to pour it on now. Uh, they're up 8 nothing over Hofstra in the bottom of the fourth inning. So OU uh, softball Twitter will occasionally tweet out, hey, we're in that territory again. And they were they were referring to run rule territory. But up 8 nothing in the bottom of the fourth with uh, runners on second and third and one out. OU is indeed in run roll territory in the opening game of the regional. Yeah, that's one of my favorite memes. The meme replies, you are now here. And it's a picture. Of the, it's, it's the map. Yes, game, run roll yes, territory. You are here. Run roll territory. But that's the thing. It was kind of early. I was like. Okay, I know it, we're just we're just greedy and we're spoiled, but it's like oh one one run oh three runs yeah if they would have won this game six nothing that then weird. there would have been like oh, what what happened especially Why, watching Clemson just blow the yeah. doors but you know, that's the, the thing ball. I mean that, that's the thing that you learn watching OU softball is sure like they may be up two nothing after three innings which is a, a great spot to be in you're up two nothing after three innings who really complains it's about like that no, okay, OU softball fans are really the only ones that complain about that <laughs> they're always it feels like they're always one at-bat away from just busting it open. Leadoff hitter gets on, and then, you know, yep. all hell breaks loose and, and, after and that. And they got power one through nine, so you're never safe. Like, you're always one pitch away, you know, from one mistake away from losing the game, essentially. Yeah, and, and you feel like you're three outs away, and maybe you've got the thing wrapped up as OU's about to be up uh, 10 no- Yeah, they're up 10 nothing now on Hofstra. That's the thing, man. Like, Texas and Oklahoma State both thought they had a game on OU this year going into the last inning. And then in both of those games, Riley Boone just gets a routine base hit, gets on first, yep. and then OU ends up winning the game. Jocelyn Erickson gets a leadoff double, and then there you go. OU ends up winning the game. So they're just always always one hit away from really applying the pressure and figuring out a, a way to win a game. It's uh, it's it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible, that's yeah, for sure. It's, but it, it's like Novocaine. It'll 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 work eventually. You just with, – with this, and that's what cracks me up. As we're talking about run rule, they put the run rule, you know, graphic up to, you know, explain to the, the viewers what will cause the run rule, and then they score again on a new – it's just – I hope I hope it gets up to 14 15 nothing you know yeah. just just you know Hey, uh, by the way, that interview with Danny Akoya is going to be up on our podcast page. Uh, so you can go to a- Apple Podcasts and just search The Ref. And if you look under hour number three, it should just say, Danny Akoya joins the show. So if you missed it or if uh, you want to share it with your uh, friends, uh, it'll be there. You can send the link to them. I'll have that up in about uh, 30 minutes' time or so. 405-651-3439. In the meantime, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, We'll get to your text. We'll get to more OU football and a whole lot more. Coming up next, keep it locked on The Ref. The word is spreading, and The Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's The Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? 
the hottest selection in town good. Plus, during the Memorial Day sales event, get incredible deals like $14,000 off the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4XE and $10,000 off the 2022 Ram 2500 Laramie. So feel good and shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman and LandersCDJRNorman.com. Let's finance through Stellantis. WAC, see dealer for details. Hey, it's Chris Plank, and when I'm not calling games for the two-time defending national champion OU softball team, you can hear Josh Helmer and myself talk about them weekdays, 9 to noon, on The Plank Show. Plus, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Diamond Envy Podcast. That's the ref's OU softball podcast hosted by Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy drops twice weekly with great guests and the latest softball information. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Group. At Purple Wave, they understand the right equipment can help you maximize time. With hundreds of trucks, trailers, and equipment of all makes and models featured in their weekly auctions, you are sure to find the perfect piece. All equipment sells to the highest bidder, regardless of price, on purplewave.com. Their marketplace transparency makes it easy for buyers and sellers to connect directly, so you can bid with confidence every time. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up are you looking for the kind of OU apparel you can wear at work or dress-up events? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands like Tommy Bahama, Peter Millar, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Polo, and most recently the popular Lululemon clothing line. Open seven days a week. It's the best shop around whether you're a golfer or not. If you need corporate special orders, they can do that too. Come out and shop or call the Pro Shop at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club at 405-325-6716. For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. <laughs> do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life.
Taking you to the weekends. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComish, Travis Davidson. Number one OU softball all over Hofstra. 10-0. They're still at the plate in the bottom of the fourth with runners on first and second base. So we are uh, definitely in run rule territory in Norman, that's for sure. So a nice opening game for OU. And looks like they're going to play the winner of Missouri and Cal coming up at 2 o'clock. I'm not going to say who I'm rooting for in that game because that got me uh, trouble earlier, (laughs) in trouble earlier with the text line. But... um, well, I just wouldn't mind destroying Mizzou uh, for old time's sake. It's been a while since OU's been able to destroy Mizzou and something. I'd, I'd like another chance at it. So I think, I think, I think you and I differ in this. But when it comes to football, right? Like people will talk about, man, I want, I want USC to make it to the national championship and us to beat them in the national championship. How sweet would that be? Like, I would much rather. Like or Texas, use Texas as an example. I would much rather Texas lose every game they play, and not be and not be able to have a national title appearance on their resume. Well, we don't differ. If that's the part where we differ, buddy, we don't differ on that part. <laughs> well, yeah, you but you want Missouri to win, so then you can I be want, the ones to. I want Missouri to win, just so they can ultimately just get destroyed uh, in front of a national television audience. Is what I want. Hmm. I want everyone to see just how in, in, embarrassing it is. Just like in the NCAA basketball tournament. I'm actually kind of glad that Mizzou won in the first round, just so they could get punked by 15 seed Princeton in the second <laughs> round. That was I, it was very enjoyable. The, uh, speaking of uh, embarrassing, uh, Hofstra just had a uh, routine pop fly to the infield, uh, went off the thigh, and Oklahoma has scored oh, another no. run. So oh. it is now 11 to nothing with runners now on second and third. And oh, you may have heard of this one, Jada Coleman coming to the plate she's Yikes. pretty good right I mean not top three I guess not top to... three apparently top three in my uh, ratings that I have for yep. my maybe we'll just do ref player of the year and we'll do the uh, three finalists or Jordy Ball Tiari Jennings and Jada Coleman how about that there you go there you go she had a home run uh, last at bat let's uh, see if she can make this a 14 nothing game uh I wouldn't doubt it and we we need to go ahead and get to our uh, filling up the stat sheet segment brought to you by Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno I-40 and exit 125 just 20 minutes from OKC a little drive to big savings so this is a you know a bit of a Friday tradition for us during softball season we try to figure out emphasis on try to figure out who's going to hit the most home runs over a weekend I'm over on the entire season <clears throat> Teddy is, to say, yeah. Teddy's one for for the entire season so who's already hit a home run today Grace Lyons Jada Coleman is is that it I don't know if anyone else so. has hit Grace a home run. The first one. I am. Um, I'm going to go with Jada Coleman just to try to get on the scoreboard. Come on, Jada, come on! You got to hit a couple of more home runs this weekend <laughs> to uh, cement yourself as the home run leader in the regional. I, I got to get on the scoreboard by the end of the season. So as I fill up the stat sheet on this Friday, brought to you by Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, give me Jada Coleman as the uh, OU home run leader this weekend. Right, and the easy way out would be to pick the other person with a home run so far this weekend yeah. in Grace Lions, but yep. I'm going with Haley Lee. Yeah, um, she likes those high fastballs, and if she connects on a high fastball, buddy, it is a beautifully violent swing and one where the softball normally ends up over the left field bleachers, not in the left field yes. bleachers, over the left field bleachers. Yeah, they travel, so I'm taking Haley Lee. It's going to be really crappy if you do this once the entire season. <laughs> And you have more uh, correct guesses than me or correct answers than me by the end of the season. I'm, I'm hoping that that's not going to be the case. And then I'd retire. Go out on top. 
Yeah, well, seriously. So, But, I mean, that's the thing is there's about eight or nine legitimate guesses that you could have. You could guess Sophia Nugent, who may only start one game this weekend, but she has two pinch hit home runs or something, and she ends up having three. It's more difficult than what you would think. Oh, At least that's you, my excuse you for going over this entire season. You've you know? definitely illustrated that. Uh, from the 405, so OU isn't flat today, mm-hmm. LOL. Yeah, some people were saying, um, yeah, what happens if they come out flat? Well, I don't think OU, OU would have to come out flat twice, and they're still probably good enough to get a win. Well, they came out, and uh, they're flattening Hofster right now. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing. Uh, 913 on the text line. I've watched a lot of OU softball this year. I've noticed that the, they score a lot of runs in innings where they've had two outs. I was curious, how does that compare to other top 10 softball teams? I think that's a big separator from the competition. That's from Casey Sooner. Casey Sooner, um, I don't know exactly how that compares to other teams across the country, but we talked about it earlier that OU with two out runs, they would still have, what, the same identical record so, if you measured close. it that way? Yeah, like it still have the best record in the league or something like that. I mean, it was – it was pretty ridiculous. But, again, like you said, it's because we just don't – I mean, I think, what, we've got a what a two-hitter going, three-hitter going maybe? Yeah, which is oh, okay. Uh, ho-hum. It's, it's, it's another game for OU. Like, that's the thing. Last year – last year's accomplishment against this team, which maybe was the best team ever, last year's accomplishment was just not getting run-ruled and not giving up three or four home runs with maybe the best offense that we've ever seen, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. This year it feels like the accomplishment is just scoring a run. Yeah. Like, they're, they're elite this year just like they were last year. But I, I guess the, the most, you know, the, the real, the true elite thing about the past two teams is a little bit different. I felt like last year's team was offensive led. This year's team is led, you know, in the circle. That's, right. that's where they're best. Well, and I think, you know, relying on G. Juarez, it was, it was needed. And, uh, so with that, now that we've gotten so deep there, the offense hasn't fallen off. And I think that, you know, we play the Jen Tro clip all the time about 80 bajillion home runs versus 50 bajillion home runs. Yeah, that's true. They're not hitting as many home runs, but they don't need to. They're hitting for average. I mean, they've got the best average in, in, in the sport. And, oh, by the way, you're, you're the best at everything else. Yeah, we, I think over half our games – We've had shutouts. Like, over half of our wins have been shutouts. Yeah, which is just That's silly. ridiculous. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, okay, so in case you missed it, just now joining us in the final hour, we had four-star edge Danny Okoye on. Uh, he is uh, from Tulsa Noah, which is a homeschool up in the 918. So, I'm just going to set it up this way. He was at a visit today at OU, and the question was, well, OU fans were under the impression, Danny, that there wasn't a, a lot of communication there for a long time and that you know maybe you weren't or OU wasn't really in on your recruitment. What changed for you to take a visit today? It's about two and a half minutes, but it's well worth your time. Uh, check this out from Danny Okoye. New recruit, I guess, with, you know, I hadn't been in the recruiting, recruiting game long. It was maybe like six months in before the OU season actually started. And I was still, you know, just figuring out the kinks. So watching that season play out, OU sort of dwindled in my my ranking, I guess, for places I was considering. But after that last season, I started doing more research into what they were doing, how they were rebuilding from that season. Um, I was talking to people that they were recruiting, people who had committed, people who were committed and then transferred out, people who had been playing there for a long time. 
Um, I talked to recruiting analysts. I talked to journalists. Uh, I studied the spring game that they just had a couple months ago. Um, and after all of that, I decided that maybe it would be in my best interest to reopen the communication. So I reached out to Coach Miguel Chavis, and he was he asked me, he was like, are we, do we have a shot? And I didn't respond right away because I was still thinking to myself, is it really going to be? Because I'd always been the kid who's like, oh, I want to go. I want to play the biggest name school. I want to make right. the most dollars. I want to do this, do that. But then, you know, that was just me being a kid fresh off these offers. Like, I've only had offers for a year. Right, 31 of them now. Yeah, 31 now, but it's been a very compacted process. Mm-hmm. It hasn't. I haven't been having offers since freshman year. Right. So um, talking to some people, talking to some mentors, um, people who are way more wise than I am, um, I realized that maybe don't take it at face value. Look at what they're actually building and what they have the potential to become. So once Miguel talked to me about that, I was like, man, am I really doing the right thing here? And I talked to my mom about it. She was at first totally against OU because she was raised – well, she wasn't raised a, a Cowboys fan, but she sort of adopted the Cowboys mm-hmm. um, fandom. And so it was always go go pokes, right. no, never horns down. So after talking to her about that, she was like, well, you know, it's your future. It's your life. You're going to do what is best for you, and I'm going to support you in that. So I came down here today, and I will say that OU is definitely back high on the radar for me and my recruitment. Definitely back high on the radar for me and my recruitment. He said dropping a top 10 tomorrow at noon. Uh, I would uh, I would watch out for that. I'd watch out for that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he, he said do with that information what you will. Obviously, OU will be in that top 10. Uh, there's no way. But it's just, yeah, again, just showed his maturity. Um, you know, to to really just sit back, take it all in, and treat it like an adult. I mean, we talked about how he sounds like he's thirty years old. Literally, he looks like a grown man, and it's it's nice that he actually is approaching this like a grown man as well. Yeah, I would say um, I um, optimistic. I, I think optimistic is a very fair word to use for the recruitments or how OU fans should feel about the recruitment of Danny Okoye right now. Number one player, number two player in the state, regardless of, uh, or not, uh, depending on which service that you're looking at right now. I think, and, and it's been a while since you could use the word optimistic, but I think that that's a good word to use at this point. Yeah, and and, and I'm glad that Miguel Chavis just said, look, do we have a shot? Like, don't, don't, don't mess with me here. Like, don't play around. And because we're in on a lot of really good edge players. And and that's kind of thing like, well, you're going to take Danny. Like, Danny's an absolute take, obviously. You don't not take the number one player in the state. Um, especially, he's a, he's a talented guy. He's got 31 offers from everywhere in the country, all the top schools in the country for a reason, right? So, I mean, now you're looking at, you know, Bates and Chavis putting together just an insane class on the defensive line, and that's what we need going to the SEC. That's an SEC player right there. Yeah. All right, final segment of the day is coming up next. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. Final opportunity to get your final thoughts on the show. We need a good uh, send-off text going into the weekend. Looking at you, Zane. Looking at you, Zane. Some sort of a dad joke or just something totally random as we take you into the weekend. OU softball rolling right now. We'll give you one final score update. And more coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref.
The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app. The word is spreading. At Lander's Chevy of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Plus, right now, get incredible savings on our best-selling trucks. Like up to $77.50 off MSRP on any new 2023 light-duty Silverado with a 2.7-liter engine. So feel good all summer long and shop Lander's Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. WAC, see dealer for details.